I'm recording. Right. That's just jazz, baby. It's just jazz. <laughs> fuck them. Play some the jazz. The two of the four. Fuck them. Play some jazz. <laughs> Bro, I swear, right? I always fucking play Absolutely. Fuck it. Yeah. This is America, Pretend right? The name of <laughs> something old, something new. <laughs> something borrowed. Something brewed. Oh, I'm just going to croon it. Dude, give, it give us a new theme song. It's a good thing we're not putting this shit behind a paywall. That's right. You heard it before. That's old. When it's the first time, that's new. Oh, Lord. I haven't done any free word association in a while. Maybe we can get to that later in the app. Expect a free associate. That's right. Later in the episode. Hi everyone, this is a very special bonus episode of Something Old, Something New, Something Borrowed, Something Brewed. Yeah. And today we're mostly doing, and by mostly, we're, today we're just doing Borrowed and Brewed. Um, we've got we've got some friends on the show, returning, first returning guest, uh, His Majesty Jared I'm Selmer. the first one. You're the first yeah, one you are. Yeah, twice. I feel so special. Evan, yeah. Evan Asher made sure to... Uh, Make a note about that to me in person. He did. We talked about it. Evan, today, one, uh, thank you, Evan Asher. Today, he made sure I would never be productive ever again and taught me how to get a Game Boy emulator on my phone <laughs> without jailbreaking it. Nice. Uh, so You're going to tell me how to do that later. Yeah, I'm never going to be productive ever again. Uh, Evan made sure to note this was a bonus episode so he could be the first returning on the normal episode's <laughs> guest. <laughs> All right, Evan, I got your number, son. He's got a long plan to just take the podcast from us. That's fine. Nothing's trademarked. He could just do that already, <laughs> but he's not. Evan Asher of Moss Jaw and Vines fame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, those are good bands. Vines is going to be opening for Pile. I know. Oh, wow. Um, and we also have another very special guest. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. <laughs> is it French? It is French. So is it Will Benoit? It is. That's Just like the, that. That's the way right there. Oh, I nailed it in one. <laughs> that's cool. I'll stay on the show now. No post-production. Your Wikipedia page doesn't have a pronunciation <laughs> guide, man. You got to get on that. Oh, Andrew, I did forget to tell you that was in Will's writer that uh, he mm. needs at least one beer. And also, if you pronounce his name wrong, he He's will leave, leave immediately. <laughs> And also, we're doing the brood segment throughout. Uh, we all have in front of us a uh, diggity dank juice from well, Oddside no. Ales. Nick has not opened his, Nick's but it is in front of him. He's drinking it too hearted. Because <laughs> we all need to know how too hearted tastes, Nick. Yeah. And, uh, uh, have you guys heard of this beer, too hearted? I have, I've never heard of it. Where's it from? It's like the strongest beer ever. Oh my God. Uh, Lord. I think it's a Bud- I think it's a Budweiser product. It is a Budweiser product, from what I understand. That's the truck that delivers it, right? <laughs> diggity dank juice is pretty good. The diggity dank juice. I'm. A, this is my first sip of the diggity dank juice. Here we go. Oh God, that's good audio. He hasn't even touched the cup to his mouth yet. 
Oh, that's a diggity tank. Mm-hmm. Ah. This is actually really nice. It's actually a really good beer. So, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna pound this too harder to get to it. It's a New England style <laughs> IPA uh, with Eldorado, Amarillo, Simcoe, and Denali hops, and all that means is it tastes pretty good. <laughs> I'm not diving on this. So uh, we've we've brought you here today for an intervention. That's fine. Wait, no, that's next week. Uh, <clears throat> hey, we brought you here today because you guys are playing the uh, Bell's Beer Garden opener. Yeah, it's coming up, right? And it's uh, you're playing that Saturday, right? Saturday, June second, actually, yeah. At the Bell's Beer Garden, which Beer is Garden. a great music venue, and for the first time ever, I believe it's going to be just free music for most of the day. Yeah, and you guys are got a good spot on that. And then we thought we we chat about the new album that uh, Sasquatch and Bridge Band has put out. Talk about that for a bit. Uh, listen to some clips and uh, chat about the show and just live some life. Sounds, Sounds good? good to me. Yeah, yeah, we're we're super excited. Uh, we've played bells a lot, um, but Bridge Band's never gotten outside. I've played mm-hmm. outside a couple times, uh, but Bridge Band itself has never made it outside. Will, is this your first time outside? Yeah, it'll be the first one out out Will in the garden. Let you outside yet? No, no. no. <laughs> Will, Will, for those that don't know, Will Benoit is uh, one of the kings of the kitchen. So yeah. they keep him there most of the time. Mm-hmm. I'm the prince. They I'm just sorry, keep me in back, hidden. Yeah. Yeah, hidden away. In the shadows. There's a walk-in cooler. <laughs> There's a walk-in cooler in the walk-in cooler. That's yeah. his office. That's right. It's it's chill as fuck down there. <laughs> well, did I ever tell you? I did tell you, I met, I met your family before I ever met you. Oh, really? Because I sat with your family and your girlfriend at the Oberon beer pairing dinner oh, yeah. in the back room. And like, yep. I don't think I had ever spoken to you before. Yep. But I was like, well, yeah, that is a person who works here. <laughs> and, yeah, it's great to, great to me. I'm so proud of him. He did a fantastic job with this well, day. He really so paired the shit out of the Silver Run. He did. He uh, he made a fantastic... um, What was that dessert? The sticky toffee pudding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. With bacon, of course. With bacon. you know, why not? That was amazing. (laughs) Um, So let's chat about the the album, guys. Shucks. uh, Yeah. Let's see. What do do we know about the album? Uh, What's it called? Well, it's called called Apogee. There's a purple elephant on the cover. Yeah. Uh, it was released on uh, Personal Archives Tapes and Records, mm-hmm. uh, which is my friend Bob Bucko Jr.'s uh, record label. Nice. Uh, Bob is out of um, Iowa, Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque. He's the she's a beautiful jolly soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we put that out. Uh, the release party was also at Bell's March third. I think it was March third. Yep, yep. If I recall correctly, and uh, yeah, it's got. Uh, Five listed tracks, and then there is, I think the cat's out of the bag at this point. There is a secret sixth bonus track at the end of the last track. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available. You can stream it everywhere. Uh, it's on our band camp if you want to buy a download. And I think Personal Archive still has a couple copies left if you want to buy one from Bob. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no, let's see. All, all original stuff except for the bonus track, which is written by our friend James Duke, who also drew the cover art. Nice. So, yeah, that's the whole thing uh, about that uh, in terms of vital stats. Uh, the cassette was also purple, which I thought was cool. Oh, that man. Was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want let's, let's, let's take a listen in. Uh, what, what do you think we should kick it off with? Jeez, Will, what's your favorite thing? Uh, das Jazba is a pretty good track. That is a fun track. Now, Das Jazba is uh, 
that sort of features me and Will going crazy at the same time, sort of in the middle of the track. I don't know where that zeroes in, but we can find it. Yeah, we, oh, can, yeah. we can drop that in for sure. Yeah, plus yeah. credits, I'll definitely pick that up. Das it's, Jazz Bar is, of course, German for the Jazz Bar. Yeah. Which, oh, uh, I thought it, I thought it was uh, just like a, a sort of slang version of like, that's jazz, brah. Well, you know, that's, that's jazz, ger- German is up to many interpretations. From what I understand. <laughs> we learned uh, German slang, bro, like <laughs> same kind of thing. Same thing. We learned on our last episode that Germany's uh, pretty weird with their music taste. We knew that, right? We, we knew, that. We knew well, that. What we didn't know uh, was that uh, the Sting and Shaggy collaboration album, the only uh, country that it hit number one on the charts in was Germany. <laughs> and it didn't get it got like four in jamaica it like didn't top four in jamaica but it got number one in germany i didn't even know that that was a thing until i saw like concert postings yeah. for that sting tour. Shaggy sting reggae album. when did that when did that happen when did that start i dropped why? like three weeks ago Ugh. Uh, we didn't was, need that r- rumor okay. has it stings always loved reggae and wanted to do a reggae well, album I mean, you, but wanted a famous oh, he, collaborator yeah, he's a world to the guy. police like, yeah, yeah, yeah i thought he got that out of him in the weird shit he did in the late 90s would have gotten him free of that <laughs> this yeah no, this the the album title was 44 over 876 parentheses the exorcism of shag of sting <laughs> what the f- no that's <laughs> it's, it's just 44 dude. over 876 it's not a good album <laughs> That's name. a weird name. name. Yeah, is the is the record any good? Have y'all listened? Yeah, to it? we we reviewed it on the last episode. Uh, all I had was, uh, yeah, it is, and I didn't want it to be. It was weirdly it's, good. It's like a pretty good reggae album, and that's really frustrating and unsettling to me. <laughs> <laughs> there were deeper um, implications yeah, that we're so still processing. Das Jazzba? Yes, absolutely. Da, yeah, Das Jazzba. Yeah, off the album Apogee, 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 yeah. Apogee from Sax Squatch and Bridge Band. Or something. <laughs> bra. The jazz bra. Jazz bra. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was uh, all of that was recorded. We did mostly live at uh, at Sunspot Studios, which is a guy mm-hmm. Mike Shure uh, here in Kalamazoo. And I think we did a little bit of overdubbing for solos because every once in a while you take a dump on a solo. Absolutely. Um, and actually, to to Will's credit, we also trimmed in drums at, at least one time, which you can't even tell. Yeah, I, Will and I were talking about that the other day. Um, you like used MIDI sampling to like yeah, and a, and a Casio. It was a yeah. Casio keyboard. Oh my god, I yeah. love stuff like yeah, that. yeah. It was sweet. No, we didn't do any of that. No, that was for that was for a different project. That was for a different project. That was for a different project. No, Bridge Band is all live. Uh, we overdub vocals for everything, and then we did overdub one bass track for sure. For one of the tunes, because we were like, "This is this sucks," <laughs> and, and our bassist was like, "Yeah, this sucks." So he did, redid it. Uh, our bassist, by the way, was my little brother Jacob. 
So how much of, of uh, your process is, is improv and how much is like uh, booked out? Um, we, we always have, we, we, so I write the, I, I do, I've written all the songs that we're playing currently. Um, doesn't mean that that will change the, or won't change in the future, but doesn't mean that doesn't change. Doesn't, <laughs> just because I'm writing them all just, now, doesn't mean I won't be writing them all later. Uh, pardon me. Uh, yeah. Just because, yeah, regardless at this juncture, I have written all the tunes, uh, that we play, uh, all the originals that we play. Uh, in terms of the concept, usually what happens is I will then bring it to the band and uh, everyone will develop parts around the, the chord changes mm-hmm. that I've already written. And then from there we work out a, um, what, what's called, we call it a roadmap. Sure. So, you know, because songs are by and large, they're made up of like, you know, a traditional pop song will be like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, or verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, whatever. Uh Sometimes there's more strange parts, like, okay, this mm-hmm. part goes into this part, goes into this part. But either way, we work out a uh, – every, everyone sort of collaboratively, we figure out what the roadmap looks like. Everyone individually comes up with their actual parts for the tune, and then uh, we just sort of shed it out. Uh, but And usually there's space for improvisation. Um, like I said, since everybody's writing their part, there's also never really a reason to play the same part all oh, the gosh, time. Yeah. So. There's always a level of anything could happen in the moment. There's always the the creative freedom. Absolutely, yeah. Very rarely do I hand somebody a part and say, this needs to happen the same way every time. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I do, but very rarely. Sometimes it's a specific motif or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, overall, like, you know, like Will and Milo and Andrew Saliba has has been our guitar player recently. Like, Mm -hmm. they're great. Will's great. Will, you're great. Well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I, you know, like, it's it's very much a, the, like, the, the credits for the, the record, the two records we put out always say, you know, tunes written by Sax Squatch, arranged by Bridge Band, and that's 100% true. And then, of course, the solos are mostly improvised, so. <clears throat> I, um, I saw Milo walking down Vine when I was driving to work the other day. Yeah. just. It was early. It was an early day, and like that guy's always looking pretty handsome. He's a sexy I gotta bitch. Say, I don't. I, <laughs> he I is, like. God damn, he is a sexy man. It was man. so early for me, and I felt like not great. And it was like nine a.m. <laughs> on a Sunday, worse. and he's just like walking down Vine, looking as I'm like, what the? Oh yeah. You, he, how do you do? It's you got to be up from yesterday, right? You got to just be leaving the party, right? Like. I feel like he, he, he'll just give you this look like he's giving you the finger guns, but he doesn't actually have to give you the finger guns. He just kind of looks at you. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's just got resting finger gun face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Milo, resting finger gun face. Yeah. His beard and, and hair are impeccably quaffed, and it's just this beautiful visage. And he is uh, the prettiest member of the band by far. Absolutely. Um, let's, why don't, why don't we take another uh, drop into the album? Um, Oh geez, uh, I made you pick one first, Will. Right? Yeah. So, well, do you want to drop into the uh, the bonus track? Yeah, let's check it out. Let's 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 uncover that. This is by my friend James Duke, in a band I used to be in called Sundrop, where I was actually the drummer. Um, I played sax as well, but that's that's not important. At the same time, no. Uh, at different in different iterations uh, of that band, James. Could- could you play a hi hat with one foot, a bass drum with the other foot, and saxophone at the same time and make it sound good? Uh, I could make it sound. 
<laughs> so well, that's fair. That's Watch out, Don Henley. Seventy-five percent of the way there. Um, <laughs> we bring up a double action bass drum pedal where it hits when you step, <laughs> but it also hits when you unstep, so that you can just really just pound it out, man. Oh boy, I don't, I don't really want to pound it out like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're being drawn and quartered by different time signatures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and everything's compound time. Uh, no, um, yeah. So let's uh, let's drop in there. It's uh, it's uh, it's the bonus. It's the end of the six hundred dollar squeeze. But the tune is originally called um, "Way Up," and it's on the Sundrop record um, "Deep in the Underbark," which was two thousand eleven, I think. All right, two thousand nine. Sorry. Here is the song. What Jared just said uh, <laughs> from the album "Apogee" by Sax Squatch and Bridge Band. Yeah, so that tune, uh, I like that tune. That's why we re-recorded it. Uh, and then the, the wild saxophone part, as you pointed out at the end, uh, I actually was, when I was playing sax for that band, uh, I was instructed to do that live. <laughs> so, oh, God. so that's what I did. Jared, I want you to honk like a goose. <laughs> so And so honk I do. <laughs> Will, your, uh, your, drum, your drum kit sounds great. Thanks, man. Yeah, the, uh, we like... <laughs> I got the the breakbeat kit a little while back, and that was the first time putting it in the studio, and it sounded super sweet in Mike's studio, and he also did a heck of a job capturing it, just making it sound really authentic. Yeah, Mike uh, Mike uh, Mike Schur's studio um, is it's a sort of an underground affair, and by that I mean it's in his basement. Uh, <laughs> but the tracking room uh, that it's not a very big tracking room, but it is almost soundproof it's got a two sliding glass doors mm-hmm. and so the drummer is just sealed in like a fish tank <laughs> nice but it, it was super fun to record because i was hanging out in the in the in the uh in the, in the uh, engineering room with my saxophone playing into a couple microphones and then jacob our bassist was plugged directly into uh a preamp so he didn't even have an amplifier mm-hmm. so he was just playing to whatever came through the headphones and then Jerob had his amplifier, our guitar player, had his amplifier in an isolation box somewhere else in the house. <laughs> uh, and then Will was locked in, and we couldn't he- you can't hear the drums through the... Uh... Wow. That's awesome. So that's really cool that you can still like record essentially live and still like have the option to do overdubs because there's not going to be a lot of bleed if everyone's like super isolated like that. Yeah. The only tricky part is... Um... When, if you're doing that and not playing to a click track, which none of us wanted to play to a click track ever, but that kind that that makes it difficult to like throw overdubs in sometimes, just because then you're you're not always gonna play like perfectly yeah. on tempo, and it's really easy when you're overdubbing to like get a tempo in your head. You think you're like lined up with the song, and then all of a sudden that tempo in your head just kind of speeds up a little bit or right. sl- or slows mm-hmm. down a little bit compared to what's actually going on in the recording already. So. 
it can be a little bit tricky, but it's still, it definitely makes it a lot easier. The first album that we did, we did literally all live. Like we were in over at Broadside and uh, we were in the live room all together and tracked it all live. So it was like, you had to have a really good take that you were like, that everyone was happy with. And you recorded all of them in one take. Yeah. You guys just killed it. Yeah. And it, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Four four hours later. Yeah. We, yeah. We got that in one take. (laughs) Next Um, song. We we got it in one take. It was not the first one. (laughs) It was not the fourth one. We got it it in a take. It was a take. Right. (laughs) I I do think though, that a lot of the tunes that uh, made it up, the cut on Apogee were our first takes of those tunes. For example, uh, $600 Squeeze, which is the beginning of that overall track, uh, was that was the first take we did of the day even, I think. Yeah. Uh, hence, uh, at the very end, I think you pointed out you could hear somebody talking, and that was uh, our guitarist, my brother Jerob, saying, well, I don't think that was worth recording. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it's the version that made the cut. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so good. And uh, when we were co- coming down to trim it, uh, Mike goes, so I left that in. What do you want to do with it? And I'm like, I want to leave it in. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's we were... a lot of – some of my favorite albums have little moments like that where, uh, not to go on too much of a tangent, Andrew will definitely recognize what I'm talking about here, but the uh, the song Stevens Last Night in Town by Ben Folds. Yeah. You can hear almost perfectly on cue, right as everything cuts out, a telephone ring. Like in the studio, mm-hmm. and it was so perfectly timed that they ended up like leaving it in the album. Mm-hmm. There's a good one uh, if you know the the record uh, something else, Cannibal Adderley. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Miles Davis is also on that record, but it's a Cannibal record. Everyone, <laughs> it's not a Miles Davis record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a version. Uh, the last tune on it, I think, is called "One More for Daddyo," if I'm recalling correctly. But anyway, the last tune on the record, uh, if you if you wait to the very end, you can hear Miles turn to the microphone and go, is that what you wanted, Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. It's great. Rule of threes, I have one more story about that. There's a, on a Frank Zappa record, Ooh, uh, Overnight right. Sensation. That's a good one. Uh, I think it's the song Dirty Love. Mm-hmm. About halfway through that song, you can hear what sounds like chains jingling. It's because he had uh, the Ikeettes doing background vocals. And they had really loud earrings on, and it made it into the microphone while they were doing backing vocals. But Frank liked it so much that he just left it in the recording. Was that the Ikeettes or was that the Supremes? I believe it was the Ikeettes. Because I know, I know Diana Ross and the Supremes did Dirty Love. Was it the same song? I thought that was the I, I thought that was Supremes. Maybe it is the Ikeettes. Maybe Ooh, I was Zappafight. Uh, <laughs> One of us with a flagpole. Let's go. Either way, (laughs) either way, there were some. All right, somebody say all the lyrics to his Zappa song, right? (laughs) Either way, there were some wonderful singers jangling their chains into the microphone. (laughs) We've mentioned his name. Now we must fight. Now we must fight about it. Psych! It's another Zappa episode. (laughs) Twenty minutes in, you thought you uh, you thought we thought you had it. All right. Um, So, have you guys uh, toured and supported this album at all, or just play some some shows out of town? We've done a couple shows out of town. Um, we haven't done as much with this record as I'd hoped to. Mm-hmm. Uh, just scheduling has been weird. Um, our guitar player Andrew uh, Saliba, phenomenal guitar player, um, so, you know, he he sort of jumped in, but his schedule hasn't really allowed for a lot. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be changing that very soon here, and hopefully we'll be getting a lot more done in the fall. Nice. Uh, I mentioned earlier we're we're playing at Beards Brewery on uh, August fourth. 
So that is cool. That yeah, I'm excited to be up there. Um, and we've got some other things that are lined up. I think we're back at uh, oh, what's the brewery up in uh, Holland area? We were at Grand Armory, Grand oh, yeah. Armory, Michigan. Yeah, uh, we played there, uh, and we're we're gonna back there in nice. uh, September as well. You said Holland, you threw me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> completely <laughs> different cities. They are. They're not very far away from each other, but um, they are completely different. But I mean, you both you both have played a num- like a good number of live shows in your time. Oh yeah, yeah. we we did a tour last summer. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did what? Eleven days out or ten days out last summer? Yeah, ten days. Yeah. I've only I've only prepared one like interview question for this, and it's like. What's like the what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you while you were oh, playing a live oh, show? Oh, yeah, I, know well, exactly. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. what like, I feel no, like, I feel like every time exactly. I talk there's to one specific, there, there's, there's only one answer. They, yes. both, they both adjusted just, their chairs <laughs> and like. I'll just let Jared. I'll let Jared go. Will's gonna we're we're gonna bounce this one back because we we need to share the the glory that is. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on, both real quick, real quick. Nick is, Nick oh, is joining the, oh, joining the party. Welcome, welcome. It is my slanche. Oh, he's oh he's got a glass. The beer looks like pineapple juice. It does. Kind of tastes. Is like this pineapple, pineapple juice. express? Kind of tastes like pineapple juice. They made a pineapple version of this one. Hmm. It's pretty good. I could see it. It smells pineapple. It almost the can like, looks like pineapple. Hi, this yeah. is part two of the beer review. This sort of <laughs> this sort of smells Nick's like orange juice. <laughs> hey Nick, how was that? Two hearted. Pretty damn good. This is pretty damn good too. Cool. What's better? So, oh, don't make him say it. Okay. I, won't, I won't make him say it. Uh, <laughs> so, what so, happened, guys? Okay, so this was probably this is like our fourth show on this tour, mm-hmm. maybe fifth show on this tour. We were on the returning stretch. We were playing. Actually, it was a show that our friend Bob, who put out this record, uh, he set it up for us in Dubuque, Iowa. And Dubuque is a weird place. Dubuque hasn't. Like Dubuque is stuck in firmly in 1997, I would okay. say. That I'd say earlier than earlier that. than that. <laughs> they like, had the internet, so I'm gonna say 1997. Mid, it's AOL, mid 20th century. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> they had it four free hours of AOL trial. That's right. Uh, they just got the Taco Bell, and it was very exciting. So <laughs> that, I, I wish Bell. I was joking about that. That was not <laughs> oh, a joke. No. <laughs> um, but and I was a be- to to be. 100% give all credit where credit is due. It was a beautiful drive down. We, we drove from Minneapolis to Dubuque, and it's gorgeous. You know, we're, we're, For a while, we were actually following the, the Mississippi, and it was just like, nice. But anyway, uh, we get we get into town. We stop by Bob's apartment. He's putting us up for the night, so we drop off our stuff. You know, Then we head to this place called Monk's. Um, and Monk's is a really cool bar. It's like a bar and coffee house. Uh, the bands, we just kind of drank all night. They didn't. They didn't like give us a tab or anything. It was just like whatever you want, you got it. The bartenders also kind of just drank with us. They weren't getting like drunk. Like they weren't like incapable of doing their jobs. They were just hanging out, like drinking along with us. Once you get west of Minnesota, the world changes. Oh yeah, there's definitely some bad that comes with that, but there's some good too. Right. Right. I feel like the general rule of thumb is like, don't be an asshole. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's through everywhere. But Dubu- Dubuque is still on this side of 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 uh, it's east of Minnesota. Still. Is it? It is not oh, yeah. m- not by much. But oh, you said uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not Idaho. Uh, yep. But so you we're got me. <laughs> roasted. Boom, roasted. Uh, <laughs> so we set up in the basement, which it was it, the basement, and you, add or subtract details. But to me, it had sort of like a. Like a tumbled down 
church, like, like a church from the 80s, like sort of fellowship hall vibe, except with beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you know, cool. like, like, or like the weird basement in, at the cabin out at the lake. Yeah. Like, I don't know <laughs> whose cabin, but the cabin. Yeah, the, 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 the cabin. You know the, one. Yeah. You know the, the cabin one. at the lake. <laughs> you know that time you went? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, going to, you guys to the, going to the cabin this weekend? You know the lake? Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Cynthia's going to be at the cabin this weekend. Yeah, like, you know. Cincy? Cynthia. I said Cynthia. That's my mom's <laughs> name, dude. Dang, don't talk about his mom like that. Anyway. So Cynthia's cabin, uh, and all the all the furnishings looked Cynthia's like parents' cabin. Yeah, and all, all the furnishings looked like you know like half half broken stuff from bingo halls. It was great. Um, it was carpeted too, and that's always weird. Oh, yeah, that's Ooh. always weird. So we were playing with this band called Mustard in Law, and Mustard in Law in and of itself is a, is a wild, uh, a wild edifice of modern yeah, art. I had no idea. What that's to- amazing. I didn't think I could find my favorite band and not hear any of their music. (laughs) Um, Well, it gets even better. So Mustard and Laws. Music, you say, huh? So so Mustard and Laws is a two-piece, and one of them basically does uh, synthesis and noise, while the other one does manipulation of experimental film. Uh, It's actually a very interesting and cool performance. Uh Uh, But... To add to this, uh, a mutual friend of everyone there showed up, and his name is Victor Cairo. Victor's also a, a comic book artist and comic artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor also, uh, as an aside, drew art for the uh, band. I think you still have mine. Yeah, we all, yeah. But they gave, they gave us each a copy of this print of a... <laughs> A female hot dog, which is always fun. Yeah, that's an already interesting story. Now, how could you tell it was a female hot dog? Uh, because it had breasts. <laughs> um, and, and lipstick. And lipstick. <laughs> Be, being gripped, as the only way I could say it, by a, a, a bottle of mustard. Which was have, being squirted onto the hot dog. And, it, and, it, and it, it's like this sinister, like, ha, 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 kind of a mustard. And like, and they're going, yeah, it's, it's a picture of a mustard job. Uh, <laughs> Which you is, know that yeah, thing that exists. What the fuck is that? A mustard job. So, no, we're not done yet, gentlemen. <laughs> this, this is just Strap the poster. In. This is this the, is just the poster the we're talking about. Which was drawn by Victor Cairo. Okay. So Victor gets there, and Victor's a, like a very interesting sort of a, sort of a shorter guy, like kind of a burly short dude, and he gets down there and he's drinking as everyone is because it's sure, Dubuque, yeah. Iowa, you know. Uh, and everyone's like, is he going to do it? He said he's going to do it this time. He said he was going to do it if he showed up. And we're all like, what do you mean? So Mustard-in-Law sets up a tarp in front of their... I oh, know. You're now entering the splash don't, zone. No, don't and, say. <laughs> and uh, halfway through their performance, Victor comes out. With I'm going to write my of, prediction down right now of your next <laughs> words. With if a family-sized in- bottle of French's mustard that they got from the bar. <laughs> and he proceeds to spray it all over himself and rub it on his body and c- just cover himself with mustard while screaming and making. Is he is he clothed down it. a good amount of he it? He ate a bunch of it. Is, is he clothed? <laughs> he is clothed. Uh, his shirt was off. His shirt was off. Shirt comes off at the end. Shirt comes off. Shirt comes off at the end. I had covered himself in mustard so, naked. Uh, so he keeps so he keeps sh- he keeps shouting and he's like moaning and like Holy making like the. Fuck you, Weird semi-sexual sounds. I have footage. I I can show you footage. I think. 
Ooh. And he keeps saying, mm, mustard's coming. Oh, <laughs> mustard's coming. And she's like squeezing it above his head. Like, And the thing is, he doesn't just start. Mom, stop listening right now. <laughs> he mom, don't listen to this one, Mom. <laughs> he, he doesn't just start spraying the mustard. First, he like works himself up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to shake the bottle uh, or else you, you get that weird bottle. pre-mustard coming out. Oh, yeah. The little, yeah it's, and, it's, and he does this for, I shit you not, like 15 minutes <laughs> of just... First, he runs out of mustard out of the bottle, which apparently I learned later that they were like, well, you can use the bar's mustard, but only use a little bit. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> that stipulation makes that it so much better. That bottle was sacrificed in the name of art. There was no art. more mustard. <laughs> and like, and he just covers himself and rubs it on every orifice of his body. It's just... You know, I like this as the turning point in like an indie movie about a <laughs> band trying to like figure out what... like. Where where the line is on art, like like like, are we being weird enough? Are we being too weird? Where does art end? How do we figure out like where are comfortable spaces that it's still accessible? And then you end up in Dubuque, Iowa, and see that, and you're like, you know what? I think we're good right where we are. Yeah. I don't think we need to push it any farther than this ever again. Cool, bye guys. So we finally found the Gigi Allen of condiments. Oh we my figured god, it, we saw we looked all the way down the well, and it was full of mustard. <laughs> So we walked back up to the house and sat down. <laughs> so he so he finishes up. Oh God! And he takes his shirt off, and so now he's just shirtless the rest of the night. And whenever I tried to talk to him, he would just go <laughs> <laughs> and like vigorously shake my hand and not say words. Uh-huh. So that was cool. And then <laughs> my favorite part: th- this is the first act, so we had to go on after this. I just like to think that he walks oh, up God, to the bar afterwards. Oh, God, you playing at the show. We were yes. playing at the show. Yes. This is, oh, this, yeah, yeah. I just like to think that, that after that, our, he just, That was the warm-up for us. That was us. the warm-up band. He was, just walks up the to the bar. Getting the crowd all ready for us. <laughs> all right, Will, what did you drench yourself with? <laughs> he just walks up to Fear. the bar, and he's like, you know, I'll take a gin and tonic, please. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so casual. Well, and you guys that, have any relish? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys do mustard back shots here? <laughs> and the best and worst part was the the venue smelled like mustard for the rest of the night. It, t- it tasted like <laughs> mustard tasted. in my mouth. It yeah, was so. It was amazing. It was so it's like when you're around someone who gets pepper sprayed, and you just like, oh, it's in your eyes and in your nostrils it and was, in your mouth. It was bizarre. So anyway, that was a real live mustard job. We found out. <laughs> um, didn't need to. Didn't need to experience didn't it, need but to we experience did. Experience it, but we did. And then it's maybe an experience and more something that happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course uh, I find I've been out mustarded. <laughs> yeah. And I found out, uh, I, I actually, Bob came into town about two weeks ago and played a show. Uh, and I found out then that um, apparently Victor had reprised his his performance at a convention <laughs> about a, a week before I saw Bob. So the mustard job has happened twice. Oh, jeez. For real and for true. Holy <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, Victor Cairo, look up his art. It's very good. All right. I feel um, like we could start a support group or something. <laughs> <laughs> for victims of a mustard job. <laughs> well, it's like, you know that bar's mustard has probably been there for like six months because it's like, who uses that much mustard? <laughs> yeah, no, like, that, you're not wrong. Joke's on you, guy. That's expired. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Right. It feels weird being like, all right, now let's play a sound clip. But all right, let's play a sound clip. <laughs> I think we're, we're going to be wrapping it up here soon, but I just want to hit you guys with some more rapid-fire little interview-style questions just to, to get, get more into your personalities real quick. Uh, Will, what do you put on your hot dogs? Ketchup. <laughs> just ketchup? Onions. Ketchup and onions. Ketchup and, and onions? cheese. And cheese? Cheddar cheese. Shredded, Sh- shredded cheddar. Ketch- wow. Yes. All right. Uh, Jared, what is your favorite burger in Kalamazoo? 
Ooh, best burger in Kalamazoo. Uh, you know, out of all of the fancy the ones that try to be fancy, I'm gonna just go with the garbage burger at Brewster's. Oh, you're wrong Bru- bells. What? The wrong bells. Bells is I like bells, but Bruce I like Brewster's burger. It's called a garbage burger. I actually haven't had Brewster's burger. The Brewster's garbage burger is my favorite burger in town. Uh, now Bell's has poutine. In, yeah. And it's very good poutine. I always get the poutine when I'm at Bell's. It's my favorite thing on the menu uh, for just like a quick eat. Will, what's your favorite hard liquor? Um, I mean, I'm not much of a liquor drinker, so I just stick with Jack and Coke, basically. Jack and Coke? So right. Jack. Jared, but I don't know. Jared, you can only play one instrument for the rest of your life, and it can't be a normal one. What do and you mean by normal? Oh, I'm just, just I'm just gonna subjectively judge it. So just oh, subjectively just d- judge d- it. Don't pick a normal. Normal. One. Normal. Okay, so not is, normal. Is, don't pick a normie instrument. Is saxophone normal? It, well, like what kind? Well, tenor is the one I like to play. Nah, that's too normal. That's too normal. <laughs> no, nope. bass or soprano, I would, I would accept. Uh, soprano is pretty normal. I'll play my soprano is a C soprano, so it's weird among sopranos. Hell yeah! Ooh. So I'd play that for the rest of my life. Uh, Snake charmer. Will, what's your favorite motel chain? Super 8? Super 8. That is a great effort by Spielberg. Uh, Jared, I ran out of questions. J.J. <laughs> Abrams, you hack. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> great you Abrams. No, he's wrong. Or he's did, right. It's Spielberg. Is it? Yeah. Did you, Jeez, ah, Nick, you rube. Yeah. Ah. Coming in hot with the, you f- the wrong accusations. God damn it. Ugh. I'm so, supposed to be the movie guy. Fake news over here. Jeez. <laughs> oh, we got there. We, we're there. We got to where we needed to be. Okay. Uh, by the way, yeah. Andrew, my favorite type of hot dog is a Chicago dog, but, uh, you know, that's... Oh, good. Nick had the only right answer to that question. Oh, Chicago dog. I would also accept okay, well, just yellow mustard. I Although, when to... you said cheese, you made you made a case for yourself. You said just ketchup. I started to get pretty riled. And the, on, and the onions. And the onions. Onions are important, too. Yeah. I will plug okay, O'Duffy's well, right now. O'Duffy's makes probably my favorite Chicago dogs in town. Go to O'Duffy's. I didn't know they had those. However, have you been to, now that I don't love O'Duffy's, have you been to um, Ray Ray's? No. No. Ray Ray's, man. It's Chicago-style Italian beef. So they do beef and and Italian sausage combos. And they've got a phenomenal, phenomenal Chicago dog. I want to start a Chicago dog review podcast where I just travel to places and eat Chicago dogs. Will, (laughs) I looked it up. It was J.J. Abrams. We were both wrong. It's J.J. Abrams' tribute to Spielberg. Uh-huh. That's why I, I don't know What? Yeah I've, uh, I guess fuck both of us <laughs> Both of you Fuck me I'm fine <laughs> Just, I didn't have a horse in this You stayed out, out of all stayed of out that one I didn't have a horse in this race <laughs> What a pacifist so, You can find Sasquatch and Bridge Band At the Bell's Beer Garden on June 2nd That is correct um, Also be free and open to anyone uh, yeah. Anything else you guys want to the night before. Plug. We're also the night before at Final Gravity. Yeah, all night long. All night long. Oh, yeah. wow. Nice. A, long, a long boy that night. Like 8 to 11, I think. Yeah. We'll, wow. be, the, we'll be the the entertainment wow. for the night. We might bring some friends into the mix, too, to help yeah. fill out Oh, that'd the be evening. sweet. Yeah. So, you know, do And that's both. Final Gravity Kalamazoo, not Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Correct, yeah. correct. Pretty cool spot. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been there for music yet, but I, they picked a, a nice space to, to put a band in the front. We yeah. played there. Uh, both of us played there for New Year's Eve in do, in different bands. Yeah, yeah So nice Bridge story. Band has not played there yet, but uh, uh, Jared played with Dixie Varmints, and I played with my other group, Temporary Arrangement. So nice. We've been yeah, there. Just we plug played. everything while we're at it. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, seriously, give us give us all you got. You guys want to talk about anything else? Yeah. Um, I'm playing at the end of the month. Oh, I can't remember the the, the date, uh, but uh, there's a phenomenal. Uh, sort of out off musician named Eugene Chadbourne who's coming through and I'm playing with 
them with my band Spirits Rejoice, which is an improvisational uh, spiritual jazz band. How many band. groups are you in, Jared? Uh, it, it gets better. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday the 23rd, which is a couple days from now. I don't know if this cast will be up or not, but Wednesday, June 23rd. Uh, oh, oh, June 23rd? Or May 23rd, I'm May sorry. 23rd. Wednesday, May 23rd, I'm playing at First Congregational UCC um, with uh, Ben Schmidt Schwartz and Ryan Joseph Deminick. Ryan is the drummer for Peach Lavender, who is also playing oh, nice. with us at the Garden Opener. Um, cool. And we're doing a two tenor saxophones and drum trio uh, playing with some cats from Chicago. And then uh, also Sean Hartman and Fiona Dickinson will be doing a duo. Um, experimental stuff. Again, that's 8 to 10. And then I'm also, for those who want to drive, I'll be in Detroit for the uh, Sci Jazz uh, Memorial Day barbecue on Sunday. Uh, that's 4 p.m. at Trixie's in Hamtramck. What else is coming up? There's a lot. Oh, we're going to be at Harvest Gathering this year with Bridge Band. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. My band Vishaps is going to be up at uh, Farm Block if anybody wants to go up that way. Harvest Gathering is my favorite festival that I have always told my friends I would go to and that I've never gone to. Dope. Well, you should come because it is <laughs> a great festival. Uh, what else you got, Will? Uh, TA's at Louis um, this Thursday the 24th uh, playing with a group called Particle devotion out of baton rouge louisiana nice. also ghost bunnies are going to be there so super fun. uh the goat buddies super fun times uh and then we are uh setting up a run of shows at the end of june through ohio and then we're going to loop back at the end and play here in town but uh yeah keep an eye out for temporary arrangement we're out there on this facebooks and stuff like that nice <laughs> oh, also the weekend of the 16th of july me and sean hartman have a duo called um prognosis negative and we're going to be playing a noise fest out in philly so we'll be s- going out there and back Hell so yeah. there should be at least one one local date on that run nice all right um nick you got anything to plug <laughs> like i said in the other episode no <laughs> <laughs> Nick does not have anything to play. He's a man of words. I just wanted I just want to make podcasts all the time. I've got a new ideas for shows that I'm not going to stay here and put podcast them podcast all the time. Yeah, I'm not going to put them out like on the record yet because I don't know if they're going to happen yet, but that's where I'm at with I that think right we now. should generate a podcast idea right now. You guys familiar with the tell a story with one word kind of thing? Oh my god. Oh, one one word so yeah, we're we're going to we're yeah. going to we're going to pitch a podcast right now. Um 3 of us are eating dragon legs <laughs> like like from the from <laughs> if you go to a fucking I fucked it up already. <laughs> okay, what's like, the dragon like, like if you go to Top, like if you go to a topless. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that it sounds more it. like visual work. <laughs> no, we can this is an audio forward. medium. <laughs> so, so, oh, it's an ASMR podcast. When I when I say dragon legs, I mean like if you go to like a Renaissance fair, they call turkey legs. Yeah, 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 I yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I got it. It's a it's a it's a mid it's a medieval themed ASMR podcast where we just where we're just smack eating on. dragon's legs and just can smack I, on. Can them. I slurp on beers? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a, a pint of grog. Ooh, grog, you say. Pint, you say. Of, you say. (laughs) Um, You can find my monthly comedy showcase, The Bell's Back Room, on the first Mondays. Um, So next month, that's June 4th. Nice. 9 p.m., Bell's Back Room. 
Got some great people on that show. That's a recurring thing now? Yeah. Hell yeah. First Monday. Right on. Dope. I like it. Got some great people on the show. I don't know who they are yet. We've <laughs> <laughs> got some great Sleeping people. Sleeping on this one, but they're going to be they're gonna be great. You can. I got the best people. <laughs> oh, We're going to grind show for you tonight. <laughs> tell me more about your people. Are they the best? <laughs> Nothing Wait, but the okay, best. we could do we could do easy jokes, right? We could do easy jokes, but instead we're gonna do the hard jokes that no one else is gonna do, <laughs> like right. a fucking Trump reference. Wow, really selling myself short. <laughs> Show's better than that. I hardly do any jokes. Um, yeah. So, you guys got any final thoughts you want to share? Any words of wisdom? Ooh, um, listen to Frank Zappa's entire podcast or podcast <laughs> entire uh, entire uh, discography. I meant to say. Listen to all of Zappa. Everything. Check. Stay on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go to drugs, don't do school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Watch out where the huskies go, and don't you eat that yellow snow. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. My my name is Andrew J. Pytel. I'm Nick Lancaster. I'm Jared Selner. I'm Will Benoit. And this has been Something Old. Something New. Something Skax Watch and Bridge Band. Something... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's uh, the end and we'll, uh, yeah we'll uh, we'll see you on the B side <laughs>